Hello, everybody. Welcome to We View Yasha, a podcast where we talk about Inuyasha, that show that is similar to the title of our podcast. I'm Sean. I'm Lindsay. We're here to talk about episode 14, Kikyo's Stolen Ashes. Lindsay, this is a great episode. What do you think of it? Oh, I love this episode. Yeah. Go, Kikyo! You know some shit's going to go down just from the title. Yep. Not quite in the way that I thought they were going to go down. <laughs> uh, spoilers, listeners, I watched two episodes instead of one. This is essentially a two-parter. And in all fairness, I remembered it leaving off at a different point. Really? Which point? Um, A point in the second episode. Where she's actually... Yes. Ah, I thought I that was... And so then I'm like... Oh, this this episode's almost over. We're not quite there yet. I must have left off. Boy, maybe Sean didn't think I knew what I was talking about. <laughs> when I'm like, how did you not watch the next one right away? I thought this was her second favorite show. She's the worst. <laughs> I'm remembering all the cliffhangers completely wrong. <laughs> no, but you you thought it was... For the podcast listeners, I'm making the universal sign for resurrection. It's yeah, two hands essentially flailing. <laughs> Post an image. <laughs> okay, so this episode starts with uh, Kaede. It's been a while since we've seen her, it seems like. Yeah. Inuyasha and Kagome are kind of, they have their routine down pat, and they're off looking away from the village, Having scouting all, out further. All kinds of crazy adventures, meeting little fox children, mm-hmm. you know, learning about themselves, really. The mm-hmm. value of friendship. Not to hide things from your comrades. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Kaede is a badass in this episode. She is. I think they're overcompensating for how long she's been away. That uh, She hears some woods get cut down, which we later find out is for no reason. That this white light's traveling through the woods. And it cuts down some trees. And I don't even think the trees were in its way. (laughs) That's what wakes her up in the village. She calls the soldiers to arms. The white light turns into a spooky lady with giant eyes. Super creepy lady. I don't think we uh, learned her name at this point, but it's uh, the demoness. Oh, she's just a demon, right? Straight up demon Rasue. Is that correct? I think it is. Okay. But she uh, rushes to the uh, shrine where Kikyo is buried. Yes. Starts cutting up the ground to get at those ashes, which are in an urn. And once uh, Lady Kaede realizes it, they start firing arrows and trying to attack her, which are all useless. But I like the camaraderie between her and everybody, that they're all working together, and Lady Kaede gets hurt. She always gets hurt in all of these <laughs> battles. She... I mean, um, gosh, I can't. I know she gets slashed up on her, her face, mm-hmm. but I can't remember. I, was it with that scythe that? Yes. Yeah. For Katie. Yeah. <laughs> she, well, she's an old woman. She should not be engaging in these battles. She's, but she's the priestess of the village. Sixty-five, sixty, something like that. Yeah, that seems. This has been fifty years. How old was she when? Yeah, I don't think she was quite a teenager. Yeah, she looked like 8 or 10. Yeah. Uh, she's pushing 60. She should really be in a hut 
saying very wise things and not doing much of anything <laughs> while everybody else does her bidding. But no, she's like at the forefront. I mean, all this is pointed out later by Inuyasha himself. <laughs> stubborn old woman. But of course, uh, uh, the demon Urasue gets the urn and flies to the moon. And some uh, dirt from the graveyard. Yeah, did she... I was wondering if she collected the dirt or if it was just dirt kicked around the... I think she collects it Okay. Um, for her little clay people. Oh, really? That she bakes, yeah. I always assumed that she had gone previously to other sites of war and gathered the dirt there. But um, I guess it could just as easily be the graveyard of the village. Um, I know that because she does like feel the dirt and she says, oh, yes, the soil's perfect. Uh-huh. Um, and then I know when they had said, yeah, she stole the ashes and some uh, graveyard soil. It's like they mentioned, they made mention that she takes the dirt like a couple times. Okay. So I think she uses it when she's. It's definitely her mo. Yeah. <laughs> for her gross, gross spell. <laughs> but then we cut to Inuyasha and he's scampering. <laughs> little feet noises. And as he's running, he gets shot with some arrows. No. And he thinks it's Kagome at first. No, Kikyo. She did shoot him with an arrow. You think this dream haunts him frequently? Probably more than... He would admit. Yeah. And he wakes up with a start. He's watching uh, Kagome and Shippo sleep at a campfire. <laughs> watching her awfully closely. <laughs> I talk about M.O.s. This guy loves watching people from a tree too close. He's got real boundaries issues. Yeah, but I love this scene. He leans really close to her and is studying her face. Trying to um, make her different from Kikyo. Yep. And she wakes up and slaps him across mm. the face. Yeah. Yeah, I think it wasn't It wasn't like, ah, get away from me. I think it, she was just like, was startled. And it was just a yeah. reaction and didn't even realize that what was going on exactly. Mm-hmm. And mom and dad start fighting again. Oh, yeah. Right in front of their little baby boy. Is this when he sees uh, Urasue in the moon? Lying across the sky. That that happens a lot, too, where coincidentally they see the thing that's going to be the plot of the episode. (laughs) But instead of giving immediate pursuit, uh, he smells the blood. Yes. uh, We need to go back to the village. He also smells the dirt as well. I think so. But then he goes, this is fresh blood. This is from someone I know. Yep. He cares. He goes all he the way back does, to that, yeah. the village <laughs> just to check on Lady Kaede to see if she's okay. And she's ready to get on a horse and ride after that demon mm-hmm. with her arm up in a sling and everything. <laughs> now let's talk first. He, uh, he's a little disrespectful. Doesn't really care that uh, Kikyo's grave has been violated and... No, he doesn't seem to care much about graves. Probably because previously he fought in his father's grave, which is the size of a giant dragon. So he's seen everything. And I don't think his mother has one. Oh! Because, <laughs> I, I mean, he never goes to see, you know, his mother's grave or anything like that. He just doesn't care. Yeah. And so Katie has to school him a little bit on... What graves mean. That's a later scene when he's standing on the back of the horse, <laughs> asking why they didn't just throw her ashes into the river. 
But now he just sees the defiled grave that is essentially a giant crater in the earth. As he's staring at it, uh, we get a little flashback to the very first episode, in case we forgot, about the very strange events that led us to this entire adventure. He steals the jewel, the thing explodes, still for no reason, they don't explain that. <laughs> Maybe because he knocked over those little incense burners and they caught fire. <laughs> yeah, they were right next to red barrels. Yeah. <laughs> the TNT on it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, Kagome uh, notices that he's deep in thought. I mean, she does this several times, so it could be later. But he's... Oh, he's on the little hill. Yeah, he's at his pouting tree. His pouting tree? <laughs> Not in it, though. No. <laughs> but he's too intrigued uh, by what Rasue is doing with the ashes in the first place to completely disregard all this grave business, which he finds very boring. Yeah, he's still not really wanting to go after her, really. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, not my problem. I don't care. Yeah, if it's not directly related to jewel business, it's not for him. He's probably very annoyed that he cares so much. Then This is where Kagome comes up to say hi and ask him about all this, but notices that because I think he has uh, Kiki on his mind so much at this point that he can't look at her directly. Yeah. I think since that dream. Yeah. And seeing it, you know, initially as Kagome, he's, yeah, having a hard time looking at her, so she calls him out on it. Mm-hmm. And grabs him, like, hey, do you think I've noticed? I think she just, like, demands respect because she's still coming from the position that he hated Kikyo. They were mortal enemies. She knows that Kikyo's the one who put that spell on, bound him. Yeah, bound him to the tree. Yeah. And put him into that intense sleep. But as she's grabbing him and demanding answers, he grabs her by the hand says, it's not like that. She's pulling his hair. Oh, right. (laughs) His little long sideburn <laughs> May have blocked that out because I thought it was weird. <laughs> Just grab his ears again. <laughs> That's when he grabs her by the wrist. Yes. And there's a moment. Oh, they have a deep moment together. They're both, and and they think they're inching slightly closer and closer and closer. While the Titanic theme plays. <laughs> and then uh Kagome's mind, you know, just starts racing and she realizes, ah! <laughs> <laughs> whoa, 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 what's happening here? Pushes him. Pushes him down a little hill. <laughs> Ladies, oh. mixed messages. <laughs> and then she's like sitting there like with her face in her hands, just like blushing and thinking, oh my gosh, why am I feeling this way? And he is like crawling back up the hill like, ah! <laughs> oh, these kids. And that was very surprising that uh, they paid it off that quick. It was like, oh, (laughs) Kagome has to reorient everything in her mind to this new information. But then they see Lady Kaede coming up the hill with the horse. Say, I'm out of here. Come if you want. (laughs) But there's no way I'm staying. And they're like, no, we'll go. You stay. And she goes, nope, I'm your priestess. That's my sister. I'm going. So Inuyasha, of course, also wants to go, and that means our whole gang is going, including Shippo, presumably. Yeah, I think he's in the basket. Asleep through this entire episode. Pretty much. Thankfully, there are some episodes where Shippo's just kind of there and 
I really gotta say, another aside, that Shippo hasn't annoyed me yet. You haven't gotten to be annoyed yet. I'm sure he has a solo episode that's gonna <laughs> irritate the shit out of me. A lot, I mean, I think because he's so annoying, they do leave him in the background. Ah. A lot. He's there, but he really doesn't. Well, he's not particularly useful yet. No. Ever. Ever? Ever. Oh, boy. <laughs> Maybe a matter of opinion. But they're on the journey, a, a cool little Lord of the Rings-style journey, looking off in the distance towards their destination at a campfire. This time, uh, Gome is watching Inuyasha sleep. Do we already have the Inuyasha standing on the horse and then Kagome? No, that's next. Okay, got it, got it, got it. That's the next scene. And this is where we get her internal monologue that figures that Inuyasha was in love with Kikyo, not in mortal Kingdom. Yes, with the way he was looking at her. And this is where the next day Inuyasha is standing on the back of the horse. <laughs> where he scolds everybody for not uh, burying Kikyo at sea or scattering the ashes or something. Letting this happen. Lady Kaede is like, don't you understand what a grave is? It is. It represents the love that the living have for that person. And this is Kagome staring <laughs> Yeah, yeah, sure. While all of this is being said, perhaps the love was unrequited. Because she still shot him with an arrow. Mm-hmm. Must not have been in love with him. Yep. He must have felt that way about her. You know, the, uh, the part human is the same that we all have where we can feel when somebody's looking at us. Because he turns, <laughs> looks, and can go away. I'm going to try to recreate the, the face right now. <laughs> Kagome's face, sorry. Yasha's face. face. <laughs> that was pretty close. <laughs> why, why are you looking at me? And then won't let it go. Oh, no. Never. No. <laughs> Nothing. It was just something silly. Something silly, huh? What was it? And he's on the back of her bike. Yeah. <laughs> and she tries to ride away from him. Yes. She's not going anywhere. She's pedaling so furiously. <laughs> Nothing, 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 nothing. Oh boy, but meanwhile, Rasue was baking something in a demon kiln. I love how all these different demons that we're, we're meeting are very creative and they have yeah. different methods for doing all this stuff. They're little specialties. Yep. So she cooks uh, different resurrected uh, humans. They have them do their bidding. And her her whole goal is very simple, which it's so simple that it kind of flew by me until I rewatched it, so that she, her plan for resurrecting Kikyo is just to have another soldier, but a really powerful one. That a can, priestess yes. who can see the sacred jewel shards, yeah, and is powerful. And, and She's made of the bones and dirt and ashes of the graveyard, so she puts a branch on it and cracks it open. You know what this branch is? By chance? I don't. It must. I thought it was um, imperative to her spell because mm-hmm. that's what woke her up, and then she tried to take it back, but Kikyo wouldn't let it go. Yeah. But then she has it back later, so I don't know if that was just a spare or if she did end up getting it back off screen. Or she has a bunch of them. Because to me, it looks like I don't know if you played. Legend of Zelda. I have not. I have seen it played. Either Twilight Princess or Skyward Sword, there's something called a spirit vessel. It 
Skyward Sword particularly, there's very irritating sequences where you have to collect their souls, I can't really remember, their spirits, and put them all in a spirit vessel to open a door or what have you. That's what it looked like to me. It's like a little, that was the spirit vessel? Like a little leaf? Yeah, and in each leaf holds a different spirit. Oh, okay. She throws the branch onto the kiln, and it cracks open, revealing a nude, resurrected Kikyo. Like, it sounds sweet. Oh my god! (laughs) She can't bake the clothes, too. Well, the clothes appear later, so I don't know where those came from. (laughs) She just kind of says something like, oh, you look nice all dressed up. (laughs) You feel better? (laughs) Feel more like yourself? (laughs) Another Roger Corman thing. You can spend four pages explaining where you got stuff, or you can just say something and move on. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe she planned, since she knew she was going to be, you know, baking up a Kikyo. <laughs> she, you know, made preparations to, to have an outfit for her. It's like what you, you bake alongside a pie. You also have some, some cookies. <laughs> oh, boy. So, she monologues her entire plan and compels the resurrected Kikyo to obey her. To stand. Wait, the shirt is standing? Yeah, she uh, okay. rise, rise, my pretty uh, she just falls over. It's lifeless and soulless. Yes, she just falls right over on her side, and that mean old demoness pulls her by her hair and looks in her ear and says, Her soul's not here. Has her soul been <laughs> resurrected already? <laughs> and I do feel at that point she was ready to just write Kiki off. Yeah. Well, this She's was like, a disaster. Oh, soul's already in someone else's body. Great. Not, I need to track it down. Just kind of like, well, that sucked. Yeah, it would have been probably funnier if she was like, there's no way I'll ever find that soul. <laughs> and then here, <laughs> <laughs> But I agree. I think she was just uh, taking her fa- failure as yeah. what it was and just being like, well, I guess on to my next project. I guess that's why she tried to grab the branch back. Yes. And then Kikyo wouldn't let it go, and because she was fighting, she went, wait a minute, is the soul near? We're probably going to use the branch to destroy the form as well, Mm. start over. But before we leave the scene entirely, I was thinking of names that we could call this resurrected Kikyo, since it's not (laughs) technically her. I came up with Resurrecchio, (laughs) Kikitu. Clayquio. Clickio? Clayquio. Oh. Clay. <laughs> and version 2 point Kikio. Hmm. <laughs> I do kind of like Clayquio. <laughs> yeah. All the rest, well, I all of them are pretty clunky. Resurrecchio is cute, too. But meanwhile, the gang uh, passes through a forest of earthen dolls. They get to a, a chain bridge. It's not that scary of a bridge, either. No. I mean, they have gone through uh, more questionable-looking bridges. It's, it's true. got a nice little chain. It looks all, you know, in good working order. There's no missing boards. It looks fairly... It's very welcoming, even though it leads to the den of a, <laughs> a flying demon. But, you know, she does take care of her backyard. Yeah, you know? exactly. <laughs> yeah, if I were Kagome, I would have looked upon that bridge with relief. Like, oh, thank Christ, a chain. Yeah. So much sturdier than bridges, but no. 
<laughs> she has to. Well, it turns out she's right anyway because of the change. Uh, the, the bridge is cut in half. <laughs> well, because it, it's cut in half, not because <laughs> it's like, you know, barely hanging on all on its own and falls. Oh, it's not force majeure, uh, like a strong wind is. Uh, yeah. Okay. Fair call. As they cross the bridge, they are attacked by zombie soldiers. They're in the middle of it. Shiva goes, hey, what are those doing here? And they break <laughs> and then apart. they turn around and... All the earthen dolls they passed earlier <laughs> have been following them. They're surrounded on the bridge. But don't worry, because Iron Reaver Soul Stealer <laughs> makes quick work of these things. And also don't worry, because Foxfire does nothing at all. <laughs> Slightly scorches their faces. Uh, shit, though. But this is good as an alarm system, sort of like in spy movies where they take the light bulb in a hallway and break it and spread it across the floor to their hotel room so that they can wake up later when they hear crunch, crunch. The Rasue hears it. Goes, ah, what's going on out there? This is where she tries to take the plant, but our good old Resurrecchio <laughs> doesn't let it go. And that's when she realizes it's the soul nearby. She hears... Kagome's sweet, angelic, shrill cries for help. <laughs> so Rasure, figuring it out, flies there, cuts the bridge in half, and steals Kagome, while everybody falls to their death. Yeah, and Kagome's first first thing is, No, Shippo! <laughs> Granny Kahede, no! And then she's like, Who are you? Why are you kidnapping me? <laughs> yeah, Inuyasha gets no love. Probably she knows she'll, he'll be okay. He was fighting over there. <laughs> nimble and quick. He wasn't. He wasn't on her part of the bridge. <laughs> For being in love with him, she acts very cold <laughs> and is distracted very easily by things. She's just crushing. Narasue says uh, says her plan to resurrect Kikio using her soul, and. Uh, Kagome looks at the camera and goes, I don't like the sound of that. <laughs> wah, wah. Yeah, and she tugs at her collar. <laughs> Cut to closing credits. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for being such a flashback heavy episode, I really like this one because it's very contemplative. You learn new things about our characters. And... It, had a, it had a good mixture of like excitement what's gonna happen next and then also a lot of really good humor that yes. still makes me laugh and him falling down that little hill yes. <laughs> crawling back up I like him pointing to the handprint on his face <laughs> yes but his face is all chubby <laughs> yeah the deep never ending sadness of what Inuyasha and Kikio went through and we're finally revisiting the very strange uh, staging of the the battle at the very beginning of the show Yes, because we never found out why Kikyo died. Nope. She just had this deep gash in her shoulder. (laughs) We don't know from what exactly. But perhaps we will next episode, listeners. Uh, I guess uh, thank you for listening, everybody. Do you have any closing thoughts, Lindsay? Uh, Super excited. Kikyo is like the best. Find out why she's scared to step into a pond. <laughs> it's cold. I already told you that. <laughs> I don't buy it. Anyway, bye everybody. Bye.